Welcome to Resting Binge Face, where two friends binge watch seasons of TV shows and we talk about it. I'm Adam McCoy. And I'm Amanda Kathleen. Adam and I work in TV. We watch a lot of TV. If we were a comedian duo team, our jokes would mainly consist of TV jokes. Us talking about TV. There's a lot of them. Mainly the podcast. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Today... We are binging The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, season one. Yes, from Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, which is our first Amazon show. Oh, is it? Yeah. Hmm, okay. Step it up, Amazon. <laughs> so, leading into Adam dropping some knowledge on us. I dropped a little knowledge. Yeah, about the Am- about Amazon. Amazon. That's, that's resting binge face <laughs> knowledge. This show was created for Amazon. It's actually created by Amy Sherman Palladino, who mm-hmm. you may know is the creator of uh, Gilmore Girls. Oh. Yes. Never seen it. <laughs> so she's the creator of that and she did a, mm. she's done a lot of things, but that's her that's number her one. That's her baby. Yeah. It's interesting. She was at a pitch meeting with Amazon. Mm-hmm. They were just talking about ideas, right. I guess. And so she kind of always had this idea in the back of her head. Because her dad, Don Sherman, was a stand-up comedian. Oh. So she grew up in a house, as she puts it, full of a bunch of Jews sitting around trying to make each other laugh. (laughs) (laughs) And she actually knew Lenny Bruce's mother. Oh, really? Who's a a real-life comedian. Mm -hmm. But she knew his mother because she was kind of like the house mother for all these comedians when she was growing up. Uh So some things that she's... Known for in her writing style, she kind of has this rapid dialogue. Yeah, I mean, I've never watched Gilmore Girls, but every time I see a clip, it's always like the mom and the daughter like l- just speaking like yeah. rapidly at each other. Rapidly. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think worked for this one. It kind of reminds me of like those 1950s it, yeah. movies. And mm-hmm. also she had some longer take. There were some longer yeah, shots Yeah, there's a lot of... Um, long takes. Long take shots. Um, but in order to prepare for this rapid dialogue, Rachel Bros... Okay. How do you pronounce her name? Rachel Brosnahan. Rachel Brosnahan said she would guzzle down a bunch of coffee before. Oh yeah. She had to give these rapid fire right. like dialogue. I mean, it looks like she's hyped up on yeah. caffeine. And Amy says it's not really. I guess it's not based on a real life person. Some people thought right. it was, mm-hmm. including my wife. She right. thought it was. But Joan Rivers is kind of a oh. pretty. Mm-hmm. Close facsimile, like that's yeah. A lot of inspiration came it. from Joan Rivers, mm-hmm. as far as as well as other other comedians, but the most well known would be Joan right. Rivers, is the one. Well, and she's also around that time, right? Yeah, she was around that time. Mm-hmm. All right, so the show premiered on March seventeenth, twenty seventeen, to much critical acclaim. Oh boy, everybody loved the show. So I hear, and lots and lots and lots of awards for the first season. Right, the list is. Huge. <laughs> so I'm not going to read them all. But Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. The Golden Globes, they won every category they were nominated for oh, wow. except for one, um, which is Best Supporting Actress, Alex Borston. She didn't get the Golden Globe. Burn! Mm. Why didn't she get that? It's all right, though, because she got an Emmy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, she honestly, she's the best part of that whole show. It, it, yeah. So she needs all the awards. So at one Best <laughs> Comedy Series... Mm-hmm. An Emmy for that. It won Golden Globe Best Series. Mm-hmm. Alex won an, uh, an Emmy for Best Supporting Actress. Right. And Rachel won Best Lead Actress in a Comedy Series. And mm-hmm. just a slew of others. Right. So, but those two mm-hmm. are the leads. Really, right. So they, they won. Tony Shalhoub was nominated. Oof. Did not win oh. for Best Supporting. But he's also very good. He needs to win an award. He does. 
So yeah, lots of awards picked up for a second season, mm-hmm. and then it's already been picked up for a third season. Right, already. second season's already out. So, right, second season's already out. So. I think it came out earlier this year or, la- or later Early, last year. Earlier this year. Hmm. So all around, apparently, a great show, which I brings mean, us to us binging it. Right. And we'll see, you'll see what we think. Right. Well, it is part of our Women's Month where women-led TV shows. Yes. I think this is a probably a predominant one in the list, because... Obviously, it's about a woman overcoming. Yes. Male. Created by a woman. comedian. Yeah. Although she does work with her husband, Amy. Her husband is her creative partner. I guess they do all the shows that, mm. that they work on together. Mm-hmm. Don't want to leave anybody out. No. But but it's really her show. It's really, yeah. It's, you know, her dad was the comedian. Right. Where she got the inspiration Obviously. for mm-hmm. it. So, yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the show. All right. And I'm done dropping knowledge. You are fully knowledge drop. Um, we're going to talk about the show. Uh, if you haven't seen the first season, you should definitely watch the first season. Um, uh, you can listen to us talk about it. That's fine. I don't care. You do yeah. you. YOLO. You can just save time and just listen to us talk about yeah. all the shows. That's fine. We'll do a brief overview. And then when you're having conversation at work, you'll be like, yeah, I've seen that show. Yeah, of course I blah, have. Blah, 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 blah. They're like, how do you have time to watch so much TV? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I'm extraordinary. Constantly watching it. Constantly watching it. I have so much time in my hands. So, this is your spoiler warning in three, two, and the show. <laughs> Overview of Mrs. Maisel. Season one. Season one. So, the show starts out in 1958. Yes. Miriam Midge Maisel. She's a young mother, married mother, living in the Upper West she's Side. Like, what, like 26? Yeah, she's 26, I believe, what mm-hmm. they say in the show. So her husband is trying to her be a comedian, Joel. Joel, trying to be a comedian, and she's doing the housewife thing. And she's right. she's supporting sure, him. She's supporting him. She makes a nice brisket so he can get a time slot. A better time a slot. A better time slot at the Gaslight uh, Comedy Club. So it's about her trying to support him. He goes and performs. He's not hilarious. He's okay. He's okay. He gets some laughs. But then it turns out, she finds out later, he's just ripping off Bob Newhart. Ugh. She's like, what? You didn't write this stuff? It like devastated her. Yeah, she's crushed. And so then he gets up there the next time. He tries an original joke, which and, is not funny. And it's not funny. And she suggested an idea of doing a joke. Right. And as soon as it didn't do well, well, it's all her fault, not right. his. Right, of and course. And then he couldn't even rip off Bob Newhart anymore. The set was horrible. So he's like, screw comedy. And speaking of screwing, <laughs> I'm having an affair with my secretary. And I'm uh, going to leave you. I'm going to leave you. So he's cheating on. He's cheating on his wife with his secretary and is now leaving his wife with her suitcase <laughs> it's like he needs to start over he hates his job he can't do this anymore he's like going through a early it's an early midlife early. crisis it's a quarter life crisis yeah. john mayer told us that mm-hmm. quarter life crisis definitely quarter life crisis mm-hmm. and then that starts her she like can't even handle it she gets drunk goes back to the comedy club where they were where he did the joke to get her Pyrex. Gets her Pyrex dish back. The, br- the brisket that she made. Gets She's pretty inebriated at she's this point. Inebriated. She she's just like, walks up on stage. Let me just tell you this story, guys. Has a rant, and everyone loves it. Takes her top takes off. Takes her top off. And gets arrested. Yeah, and that's how the pilot ends. Yeah. So the rest of the show. The rest of the show is her trying to deal with the separation and like dealing with her family, Joel's family. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're both very Jewish. Y- yes. So it's hilarity ensues. The cast is great. <laughs> yeah, the cast I, I think is everybody great. was cast very well. Yeah. Tony Shalhoub plays her father. Yes. 
Maureen Hinkle plays her mother. She's fantastic. She's from Two and a Half Men. She was... Uh, yeah, she's been in everything, yeah, been everything, I feel like. Now, it seems like there's a big age... To me, it seems like there's an age difference between the two, Tony Shalhoub and her. I don't know. I feel like I that's... He would be... He seems older, but... I think they look like the same yeah, age. Yeah, they look about the same age. But yeah. the, but the, the casting is great. They play... They have a great dynamic in there. In yeah. there and then Kevin Pollack as the dad yeah. is, is great. Joel's dad. And the conflict between both families. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I couldn't help but notice though, halfway like halfway through, Tony Shalhoub was just being Monk. Yeah, at some pretty point. much. When he'd go on rants, just, I'm like, yeah. you're just Monk with a mustache. Basically, you're just a Jewish style Monk. Yeah. So it was fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the rest of the series is yeah. her trying to navigate the waters of she's away from her husband. They're separated. How she's, does yeah? How does she do things? How, how does she get money? Take care of her kids. Take care of her kids, and pursue this new comedian thing that you know what she needs is what? a manager. Who's a manager? I think uh, that's where Alex Borstein comes in. Yeah, Susie Meyerson. She runs the door and kind of runs the Gaslight Club. Yeah, so she, she sees she her. picks the acts and stuff. And so when she sees her going stage that first night, she's like, let's go. This kid's got something. She's going places. She is going places. So Susie, the entire time, tries to get Rachel, who's, her name is Midge. Midge, yeah. Midge to, like, do more shows. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's parts where she goes up and she bombs. She doesn't, like... Like, the whole journey is her trying to figure out if she wants to be a comedian, if she does want to be a comedian, what style is she, how does she do it, and Susie's there along the way to help her out. Trying to guide her. Mm -hmm. She wants to be a manager because she's over just managing the club. She wants, Mm -hmm. like, bigger and better things. Basically, the show's like, everybody wants bigger and better things. And how do we... Except Midge. Midge is the one who doesn't. I know. She's, like, like, happy with her life. I was happy with my life, yeah. Gets thrust into this world. Right. And then like halfway through, Joel realized he's an idiot. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of get back together. And then he hears, uh, he went goes to this record shop to look up comedy records. And he hears Midge's voice coming from a record player talking about her life. When she's complaining about her husband leaving. Right. But she's like, <laughs> it's like a comedy record. And yeah. like the people upstairs are like having a good time. But he's like freaking out. And so the very last episode is Midge. Well, there's like some there's stuff, stuff that happens. Basically, Midge makes fun of a really famous female comedian. Mm-hmm. And Jane Lynch plays Sophie Lennon. Yeah, she makes fun of Sophie Lennon. Put that on your plate. <laughs> she like wears a fat suit on stage, and she's like, like royalty at home. So like she goes off on her, and in, like in public, kind of ruins her public image yeah. for sure. And um, she gets blacklisted from the comedic, yeah, comedy scene. And she goes by some stupid name called Amanda Gleason. So Amanda Gleason will never work in this town again. So she has to like fix her reputation. And so the last episode is Lenny Bruce helping her out to get back on stage mm-hmm. at the comedy club, The Gaslight, which is where Susie works. She goes on stage and does her skit. And guess who's there watching? Drunk as a skunk. Joel. Joel's there just watching her. He gets a little upset. He gets upset. He complains to Susie. And mm-hmm. Susie's like, basically, like, gives him, rips him a new yeah. one. <laughs> Screw you. You're horrible. Get out of here. Let yeah. her do her own thing. Yeah. So he's drunk. He's drunk. Someone makes fun of makes fun of Midge up on stage. Right. She handles it very, very well. Yeah. <laughs> they walk out. The three, the three, These three guys walk out, and then Joel walks outside and beats the crap out of one of them. Yeah, basically. And that's, that's and, that, that, and then so. it ends with her going, thank you. I'm Mrs. Maisel. And you're like, okay, she kept her name. Because yeah. the entire time she was like... I'm not using my real name. Mm-hmm. It's her finding her voice. Right. I think it's a the theme of the whole show. Oh. It's finding your voice <laughs> and finding yourself. 
Yeah, so she finally embraces it. Right. So, side note, she knows Lenny Bruce because in the beginning, when she got arrested, she bailed out Lenny Bruce. Mm-hmm. And then the second episode, she gets arrested again. And then Lenny Bruce comes and bails, bails her, her out. out. So yeah. they have like this little friendship thing going yeah. on. He understands what it's like to be right outspoken. kept down by the man. Yeah. So that's season one in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually much better to watch it than hear us overview it. Yeah. So it's, 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 I don't think we do it as justice enough because well, there's like intricate things that happen. That's a very but, brief overview, which this is one of the easiest shows to give an overview on. It is, yeah. There's just a lot more details throughout mm-hmm. that aren't really that relevant to the story. Right. A lot goes on. Yes. But you can sum it up in a minute and a half, two minutes. Pretty, pretty much, yeah, yeah. Pretty concisely. Mm-hmm. But we can break down the stuff that we like or dislike about it now. Right. So what do you think about it, Adam? I actually really enjoyed it. I wasn't sure if I was going to or not. I Yeah, I... I mean, there's a reason why I put off watching it because I was like, eh, I don't know. And then yeah. when I finally, when we finally did it for the show, I was like, oh, I kind of really like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think the dialogue was was great. Yeah, dialogue was great. The was good. The casting was great. Mm-hmm. Story was cool. Mm-hmm. I was I'm a fan of comedy from the fifties and sixties. Oh yeah. So I, you know, some of the people they were talking about, I knew. And I mean, I like the. I like Mad Men a whole lot, so I yeah, like I, I like that whole like one thing that came era. from it was like oh, I want to watch Mad Men again. Yeah, <laughs> so that's kind of, period piece is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. There were some things I didn't like about it, but I didn't like. Um, there's a section in there where she's like trying to find her voice, and so she's do she's like making jokes at like these parties for like younger, mm-hmm. like kids just out of college. And so she's, like, having a grand old time just hanging out with them. Because she gets a job at a department store. Yeah. And works at the uh, cosmetics department. So all the young girls work in the cosmetic department. So, like, she hangs out with them. And she's not doing shows. And by young, they're just out of college. They're, like, four right. years younger than her. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, like, you know, yeah. she's a mom and it's she has d- two totally kids. It's a different like, scene. None of them are married yet, mm-hmm. so... So you didn't like the... Co- the No, I liked that part. I didn't like the part where she was like going to be a comedy duo with the guy at the party. I was like, what is this? Like, what is this? Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> I don't think she was ever going to do it. They I know, was... but like why, like, why are we introducing this here? The, I feel like the only reason why they were doing this is to reinstate that Susie is her manager and they're a team. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't necessarily think they needed it. I think maybe it was... A little bit of filler or something, but I, think, I didn't really like. I think the point was, and it, it it was built on for the whole show was nobody saw female comedians as you're just a comedian. No, I so get you're it. funny, but I feel like it was just like the way they did it was just like they just threw it in. Yeah, there. he just met her. She met yeah. him at a party. Yeah, so the guy at the party is doing like improv with right. her essentially. These weird improv. It scenes. would have been better had she been trying to be a comedian and it wasn't working and she kind of mm-hmm. like would do skits on stage with him and they would do it and like it would maybe introduce a possibility of them doing it together but the fact that they were at a party where like no one could see them i was yeah. like i don't know and he's like oh I, I do work in tv sometimes sometimes so yeah right it was yeah that was kind of force fed yeah they could have done it in a better way yeah i don't think it was a bad concept but you're right the way it was handled mm-hmm. was kind of like oh and by the way this right oh, okay that works and i was like okay I liked the story overall. Like, I liked watching her become a comedian mm-hmm. and, like, do the whole struggle of it and, like, try to become a single mom and, like, get her shit together. I really liked the growth of that character. But, like, some of the plot points was, like, 
very like romantic comedy like mm. oh my husband's gonna leave me because he met someone else he's having a crisis so that kicks off the whole thing so you're like okay and then like halfway through the season you're like oh they're gonna get back together but you know they're not gonna get back together because joel's gonna find out she's a comedian mm-hmm. and be so upset about it and all those things happened like <laughs> yeah i could see i can see what you're saying it there. was just very like ba- like the undertones were very basic but the highlight of it was her being a, her trying to be a comedian. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think the, almost the opposite because her real desire wasn't to be a comedian. No, like I she know. Wanted to but have that's why the I liked other side it. of it. So it's right. kind of like that had to happen, right? Because then it was she's even more tempted to to you know get back together, right? Essentially, because she didn't want this life to you know to end. Even right. though she was always charismatic and humorous, and mm-hmm. she you know her wedding toast was funny right so she kind of had that in her but it seems like the comedy was maybe i'll do it see that's what got, it got me was but it, that's what i liked about it it was like she didn't want to do it in the first place but she's like yeah. so good at it that you know susie kind of has to like force her to do it because she sees something in her you know and i really liked that whole journey i didn't like that what well, is it is it seemed it seemed too easy for the journey seemed too easy for her yeah sometimes i mean you only gotta I have mean, it concisely down to one season Right. I mean, there are, like, she bombs a couple times. Yeah. And it's like, okay. But, I mean, I get it. There's, like, it's it's in one season. Like, you can't yeah. watch her fail all the time. Mm-hmm. But there's a nice montage of her, like, getting better, like, doing a joke. Crafting and then, the and joke. And then recrafting it mm-hmm. and then recrafting it again until she gets a bigger laugh. I guess so that's... So that part's really, really interesting to see. I th- and that came much later in the season, mm-hmm. I think. It is. I think if that would have, if they would have done that a little earlier, it just right. seemed like it was. Well, that. I mean, the whole party thing took her out of the thing completely. It did, because I mean, they also she barely did anything with her with her kids. Right. So it's like, yeah, she's balancing family life, but really, her parents are taking her parents care of the are kids. watching it. Yeah. So they could, I, they I, could have embraced the showing how long it, how long it took. Right. Which I never understood too, because the last episode, all of a sudden, it's Christmas, and they didn't lead up to it at all, and then the I second. I she's been episode, working on it for like two months now. I also like. The jokes that she tells weren't that funny. weren't that funny. Like the entire no, but like all the comedians, yeah, like throughout the whole season, like they would tell jokes, and it's like they're amusing, like, oh, ha, not la- that's interesting, knee, but it's not laugh. like when I go to a comedy show and I actually mm-hmm. watch it, and like tears rolling down my face, you know, like they weren't that funny. People laughed differently back then. The only one that I seriously like laughed hard at was when they go to the underground club to go check out like comedians who are like, different and, mm-hmm. and they see the guy with the, <laughs> the ventriloquist ventriloquist, <laughs> ventriloquist dummy and yeah. he's like dead and he's like telling the jokes as like how that it would go yeah. like i was literally like this is hilarious mm-hmm. but like the rest of the like jokes are just not yeah i well and they go to the copa cabana what is the, the copa they go to the copa room mm-hmm. and they see red skeleton right who's a real comedian mm-hmm. and the delivery on those were horrible. Yeah. <laughs> because I've actually seen those bits. I have right. seven, he, Red Skelton's from my hometown. Mm-hmm. So it's like they have a Red Skelton museum, all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So I grew up watching his stuff. That guy was horrible. <laughs> and actually, one of the jokes was his actual joke that he told. Oh, yeah. But it just, yeah, it didn't it didn't come across. None of it seemed that funny right. when they were doing it. And so maybe it's personality-based. Right. But even Lenny Bruce stuff, some of the jokes were actually Lenny Bruce jokes. They and just, he just wasn't. And they, and, mm, plus the time, though, too. Like... If you weren't there at the time, you probably wouldn't, you know. No, we're not but gonna like, find it as funny. no, but like when if I were to go back and watch comedians from the fifties, 
mm-hmm. I would probably laugh a little bit to their jokes. Like you know the, what I'm saying? Like the Bob Newhart, right? Abe Lincoln mm-hmm. specialist or right PR person. PR person. Yeah. Like to actually watch the comedians actually do it is probably better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. I will say the same thing. I was not. They weren't really funny no they're not trying to make a comedy special i guess it's about the story of i mean i get it but like they could still try a little bit hire some comedy writers to write a few jokes like really yeah like i laughed i laughed at midge's jokes like maybe like a handful of times the entire season Mm -hmm. the best part the funniest part of the whole season is Susie. Susie is hilarious like like she yeah she makes that show funny I mean, Alex Borstein is, like, hilarious to begin with, but... The funniest part for me is whenever whenever she said she finally got a phone and she was going to get a a person to answer the phone. Right. And she just did Lois's voice. Oh, yeah. It was just Lois (laughs) from Family Guy. She's like, hello. (laughs) Yeah. That was the best. That was... I'm like, oh, that's a little nod to... Right. To Lois. No, she's the best part of... Like, she's the funniest part of the whole show. Yeah, I would think so. She's fantastic. Well, and Tony Shalhoub's pretty funny. Oh, my God. Tony Shalhoub When he goes on his little rants, he's funny. He is fantastic. Like, he is just, like, I don't even know. Yeah, he's definitely, like, monk, but he's, like, Jewish monk. Mm-hmm. But, like, no OCD. Just, like, everything just else. Just uptight. <laughs> yeah. He's just uptight. And, yeah. I la- I, I definitely laughed a few times out loud with, with, with his a couple mm-hmm. of his, his rants. Yeah, for sure. And I love the mom. Oh, Rose. She's just, like, she's literally in her room with the lights off and her arm over her head. Like, she's just, like sulking in the dark and it's hilarious and i love it i just love i love her character i just love all the characters they're, they're great characters i honestly think that midge and joel are my least favorite <laughs> characters i mean show. i like i like them in different ways like i like i like that joel is kind of likable like he's not like the asshole husband mm-hmm. that just like leaves like yeah. he's a little likable almost yeah. like a like he, he was literally going through a, like he didn't know what was going on right he's like mm-hmm. oh i fucked up right I mean, he's at a dead-end job, and, like, he doesn't know. Like, literally, he's having a crisis. He doesn't know what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. And, like, he takes it out on Midge because he, he doesn't, you know, know any way how to do it. But, I mean, I like Midge. I don't understand why, like, uh, every time she's in a social situation, she has to, like, be the center of attention. But, yeah. I mean, maybe that's a comedian thing. I don't know. I, from what, Yeah, a lot of comedians feel that way. They right. want to be... The center of attention. Mm-hmm. So most of it stemmed from from bad childhoods, but I don't think she had that. Right. <laughs> she. I mean, they got money. Yeah. Uh, they <laughs> they're on the wa- they're on the Upper West Side. They yeah. are good. Um. But I really enjoyed the show overall. I really. Yeah. I really like it. I mean, I, I'll want to watch season two. I I do like they spring. I mean, there were enough differences, like different guest stars in each mm-hmm. episode, different things. Like Jane Lynch's. That episode was a, a, yeah. a very good episode. Yeah. To see that stark contrast yeah. of her character on stage and then her at the house. I think what I didn't like about Midge's character hmm. was that it seemed to come so easy for her to to do the stand up to begin with. Yeah. But then also the way she reacted to things, like she made everything worse. Right. Like she set up they they finally got this set up to to go open for Jane Lynch's right. com- mm-hmm. you know, the comedian there. And she goes and has this this lunch with her. Right. She was like, "Look, you can't be a comedian and a woman." Right. That's not a it, thing. It doesn't. That doesn't work. And you have to be this, ugly. You or... have to be ugly or do something else. Right. And then she gets really upset, and then it goes up on stage and has this massive rant against her right. on, sta- on stage. And I'm like, "I know you don't have to agree with that." Right. But then you throw her under the bus. Right. And you've ruined everything else that you had. Right. What your manager had set up for you. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like, yeah, but you also don't understand. She's supposed to be at least 20 years older than. Right. Like mm-hmm. for her, that was the only way to do things. Back right. Then. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. should have been like, I see. Okay. Like I I'm not going to do that. Right. But I'm not going to now ruin your career. Right. Because you th- think this way. I think that's supposed to be like, uh, that's supposed to like probably help her character develop in some way. I know. It but isn't like. That and then whenever she had the jokes written for her and she just read them without. Uh, up, went up on stage right. and read these horrible jokes without looking over them first. Right. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> it just seemed a little bit too much. I don't know. I was that part of the character. I'm like, okay, you're not helping yourself at all. No. But at I think all. that goes with the what's saying is that she's not a comedian. She yeah. never wanted to be a comedian. So she doesn't understand the way things are. Right. Are she's like learning. Like Susie sees a comedian in her, but Mitch is like, I'm just funny, you know? Like, she's not, like... Yeah. Like, comedian's not her goal. So, I think it takes her a while to figure it out or something. I don't know. I think after she talks shit about Jane Lynch's character, I think maybe then she realizes, like... Yeah. I gotta watch what I say. Mm-hmm. People are listening and... People are listening. Yeah. Which makes sense, though, because she only... The first time she performed, she was just drunk and it was all impulsive. Right, yeah. So there's not like a... Literally the second time, too, she was just like aggravated and she mm-hmm. needed to like spew some things. Or she got high with, yeah. with Lenny Bruce mm-hmm. and the band before. Right. So... She should just drink before she goes on stage. I just think people just were making bad decisions throughout the whole show. Right. Just calm down, people. Think about <laughs> something and then, and then evaluate and then do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you wouldn't have a show then if you did that. I mean, if you think about it, Susie's hilarious, and but like she's probably the most rational one in the whole show. Yeah, she is. She's <laughs> the most down to earth of everybody. And I love the fact that she like looks like a man and like they <laughs> reference it several times in there. Like, a little boy yeah. or your boyfriend <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Like I like that. No, it's 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 easier to pick out things that you that you dislike. I d- I enjoyed the show a lot. I think it was good. Yeah. I, I thought it was a good concept. I'm interested to see where season two will go since now she actually is she like, Miss Maisel, yeah. Mrs. Maisel, mm-hmm. and now she's going to be working in her comedy career. I right. assume. Yes. So, and then season three, I gotta Who watch knows? two before. I know you gotta watch two if I know. Um. So, what would you say is your favorite episode? Favorite episode. There's not one that really jumps out at me. Like super favorite, I think I kind of like the one where she gets high with Lenny mm, Bruce. Yeah, I think one. like the pilot's really good. Yeah, yeah. Like huh. it's a really good solid pilot. Mm-hmm. And I think the first couple, sh- like the first three episodes, are probably my favorite. Yeah, that's also like yeah. with Lenny Bruce when she's first kind of yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to mention too, like I the her, the lawyer she gets the, when she gets in, goes to court. Oh, she uh-huh. gets a lawyer. Yeah. Did you recognize him, the one who played the lawyer? No. Mm-mm. So, do you remember Doogie Hauser? Yeah, but I was like a kid. Well, his best friend, Vinny. That's that was Doogie's the best friend. Yeah, that's Doogie's best friend. Oh my god! And he did he did a great job. Yeah, he was great. Oh lawyer. yeah, yeah, that character yeah. was great. I was hoping to see more of him, but she didn't get arrested again. I know. But yeah, so he was Doogie Hauser's. <laughs> that should have gone in the knowledge at the beginning. <laughs> it should have. Um, but I was saw him. I'm like, I know that guy. Yeah. Yep, that's him. <laughs> but yeah, the fir- I think I will say that I think the first few episodes are probably. Yeah, I, I like think it starts out, starts off solid, and then maybe halfway it kind of, kind of like mm-hmm. gets a little whatever, and then towards the end it picks back up again. Yeah, which is I feel like the norm. Yeah, for like shows, like it's like solid in the beginning. Cause it gets you hooked. You got to get them hooked in the beginning. You got to have a lull. Yeah, and then you got to pick it back. And then up you got to pick it back up again. So that leads us to bingeability. Bingeability, I'm going to go a solid four with this one. Ooh. 
Yeah, I would say 4.5. Like, I, I, I wanted to watch it. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I could stop here or there, but... There weren't major... Like some other shows, there weren't major cliffhangers. No, there like, wasn't. Oh, can't wait. You know, I've got to right. see what happens next. Mm-hmm. But you wanted to see what happened. I mean, I think there was a couple episodes where you were like, oh, let me watch the next one. And then the next one would come and you're like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. But it was, I mean, it's it's a solid show. I really enjoyed it. I mean, the critics agree. Criti- <laughs> I mean, awards. critics love it, apparently. <laughs> I, I think it, it was definitely an interesting concept. The period piece was cool. Yeah. The whole concept of a female comedian, come, you know, starting yeah, out in that I, time. Yeah, I love that. It was interesting, something that we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. And, and it wasn't, even though it had the tropes of, a romantic comedy. It wasn't right. that traditional, like, oh, I've got to get the guy. Da 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 da. No, but we all saw it coming. Like, come on. Yeah, but I think we a, all saw that Joel and her were gonna get back I think together. A lot of, I think a lot of and that happens in real life too with people. Joel's gonna find out that she's a comedian and mm. he's not gonna have oh, it. Oh yeah. As, as soon as I saw the the episode where they had the reel to reel. Oh yeah. And they uh-huh. were labeling. It, I'm like, he's mm-hmm. gonna listen to that. Yep. That's gonna come out. Yep. But also, okay. And. <laughs> one more, one last pet peeve. Last pet peeve. How the hell do you sneak a reel to reel into a comedy club? I don't know, unless unless someone's unless like someone's dedicated and like goes there and records the audio and like maybe kind of passes it off to someone. I mean, you that, those things were not small back then. Like a those, maybe it was not a micro recorder. Maybe like they had someone just record all the sets or something. You think at you, the at the gaslight, mm. and then maybe someone snuck it to a friend. Like recorded it off, so like it just, maybe. I mean, they don't really specify. I think that was a little overly happened. convenient because they they don't they forget how big technology was back right. then. Right, that would have been like larger than a briefcase size right. recording device. Right, that's just a nerd and made like <laughs> that. I don't see how that could have happened. I don't know. Yeah, other than that, but yeah, it was predictable. Like, oh yeah, they're gonna get together. Right. Then something's gonna break them apart. Right. And then we'll see what happens in season two. That leads us to snack attack. What were you eating while binging the marvelous Miss Ma- Mrs. Maisel? I was eating the marvelous Disney goldfish cracker. <laughs> Disney goldfish crackers. We Is that have, better than regular goldfish? They crackers? just have little Mickey heads in them that are red for some reason. Okay. I guess black Mickey heads would not be appetizing next to a goldfish. Maybe. But maybe it's easier for the color dye if they uh, yeah, choose red. It. Yeah. For some reason, we have. Eight bags of those at home. <laughs> so that was my go-to snack for this one. Oh, goodness. Well, if you want to do a Marvelous Mrs. Maisel snack party at your showing, well, I have some eclectic Jewish snacks for you oh, to eat. okay. So the first one is my favorite, latkes. Mm, that good. fried potato pancake with sour cream and applesauce. Those are very good. Those are really good. There's a... We call them potato cakes. Potato cakes. Because I'm not Jewish. <laughs> I'm not Jewish also. I say the proper latkes. I got to figure out how to make them at home. Uh, snack number two, classic bagel and schmear. Mm-hmm. And if you're, you know, if, if you don't feel like actually eating a gigantic bagel, you could go with some bagel chips and maybe dip them in some schmear. There you go. You could do that. A little smoked salmon on there. A little, throw some, some smoked salmon. <laughs> Get some capers. Yeah. Make a little dip out of it. Um, third, knish, which I've never had a knish, but they sound very appetizing. They're a baked or fried dough stuffed with potato, meat, or cheese. Mm-hmm. Anything baked or fried with cheese in it, I'm down. That's pretty good. So I got to find me a knish to eat. When I was your age, knishes cost a nickel. 
Uh, fourth, your standard go-to pastrami on rye. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> Slap a sandwich together. Watch mm-hmm. you some Miss Maisel jokes. You can even do like little tiny sandwiches for a party. Little tiny pastrami. And somebody on could rice. break into improv in the middle of it. Yeah, <laughs> just go off. And then lastly. There's this pastry that I don't know how to pronounce. I'm going to try to pronounce it correctly, but I've seen it at my local Jewish deli, the Rugalach. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that was correct. Rugalach. Yeah, that's right. Rugalach. Um, it's like a little, it looks like a little uh, crescent crescent roll, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's a sweet pastry, similar to like a croissant. Oh. And I think the norm is there's chocolate in it. Oh. Because that's what they look like, and I need to get some. I need to try some. You yes. should have brought some in today. I should have. Yeah. Just throw a bag of those in there, munch Perfect. on them while you're watching. I thought you were going to go the 50s route what? and go for like 50 snacks. Oh. Like you gotta See, have, yeah, I switched it up on you. You got to have a jello mold. <laughs> you got to have some sort of salad, fruit salad with mayonnaise in it and uh, nuts. Uh, some deviled eggs. Some deviled eggs. <laughs> and canned ham. Oh, and canned ham. Perfect. Some spam. Yeah. Throw that on there. That's not an up. That's not an Upper West Side fifties party. That's right. like a Middle America <laughs> Midwest. Party. Yeah, a casserole somewhere. A casserole, yeah. Tuna noodle casserole. Tuna noodle casserole. Isn't um, a kugel technically a Jewish casserole? Yeah, yeah. I you could do is. that. There you go. In there. So those are your Jewish snacks for a marvelous Mrs. Maisel party, or if you just want to be a single party, yeah, and have your own little Jewish party. It's a sad party. <laughs> Just all that food and yourself. I mean, I could eat all that food by myself. Okay, so I've got a question for you. Ooh. If you're not busy eating all that food by yourself. I am done eating all that food. So Alex Borston plays mm-hmm. the manager in this TV show. Right. She also does a voice of Lois Griffin. Correct. In Family Guy. Mm-hmm. If you could choose one cartoon character Ooh. to be your manager Ooh. in life and just... Help you get things done. Okay. Who would you choose? Mm. I was was going to say just from Family Guy. Oh. But that may be too easy. Or we could go, it might be too hard to go any cartoon character. (laughs) Well, this is your question. I'm going to stick with any cartoon cartoon character. Any cartoon character. Okay. Because if it was Family Guy, it would just have to be Brian. Right. He'd be the most logical choice. Right. I would think I would pick... Harvey Birdman. Okay. Because not not only would he be a good manager, he'd also be a great lawyer. Mm-hmm. Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. And Amanda's manager. And my manager. He'd make sure that you get the jobs that you need. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that sounds fantastic. <laughs> what would yours be? Well, if it's any cartoon character, I would choose the genie from Aladdin. Oh, because you and, can have wishes. I'd, well, I'd be able to talk to Robin Williams. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to do that? I guess, yeah. Anybody else? I don't know. Bugs Bunny would be too, he would He would cause mm-hmm. too much trouble. He just would get bored and he'd start blowing stuff up. Right. I think if I was going to pick Family Guy, I think I would pick Meg. Giggity, giggity. No. <laughs> Meg would be good because, you know, she has no life ambition, so... For her, manager would be like a big deal. A big deal. Okay. So she would probably want to do it right. So I would go with Meg. All right. I'd still go with Brian. He seems the most put together. Brian. There we go. Not yeah. not quite a, a hard one today, but just. No, but it's a good one. Some fun one. A fun one. Yay. So 
Adam, mm-hmm. what are we binging next week to finish off our Women's Month? To finish off, we're doing Big Little Lies. Ooh, there's a lot of ladies in that one. And what season is it on now? It just, it's going to have season two soon. Soon. Yes, because I think it was supposed to be a standoff, but they liked it so much. Like they it's so made nice. A second season. They made it twice. <laughs> so we're going to binge the first season. Yes. Of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I hear good things. Uh, we'll check it out. There's lots of ladies in that one. Are we ever going to pick shows that we hear bad things about? Um, yes, we should. That'll we should pick some just bad shows. The, go to Rotten Tomatoes and pick the worst shows. Yes. And watch those. Yes. We will definitely have because to. Because so that. far, I'm not. there's not been one that I'm like, oh, you know what? Wah, wah. Yeah. Well, Punisher was a little disappointing, but... Mm. Who I knows? Mean, maybe I'll feel that way about Big Little Lies. You may hate it. Maybe. Maybe like, what are these women talking about? Thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, subscribe, and share. If you want to leave us a comment, we are thinking about um, leaving April open. If you guys ha- want to watch some some shows, maybe. If not, we might do superheroes. If you like that idea, you can comment, too. That's a super idea. Um, Leave us any comment. Why Adam's voice is so low sometimes. Sometimes it gets real low. (laughs) Why Amanda's so loud at moments. You know. Let us know how we're doing. Drop us a comment. We'll get back to you. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.